Welcome to the Next Topic Podcast, where the only rules to stay on topic and no topic is off limits. My name is Lo. My name is Shot. And I'm Cam. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about... Do black men protect black women? Yes. No. That's <laughs> <laughs> so not funny. <laughs> so, let's start with some, a general question for y'all. Y'all okay. motherfuckers here. Ask Lauren... Do you feel protected by black men? So that's a very off topic. Complicated. It question. is. We're getting into um, the complications well, later. Just a yes or no, yes or no. I can't say yes or no. Here's why. Okay. Do I feel protected by the black men in, in my, my life? life? Yes. I knew that was mm-hmm. But do you do feel, I feel as protected a by as a whole? black men as a whole? As a the answer is no. Got it. Masses, hell no. <laughs> Me, myself, I don't feel like black men do enough to protect black women. Yeah. So we're all in agreement that niggas ain't that shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's start with a, a little bit of like a stats right here so we can like ground the conversation in like something. So did you guys know that black women are at the highest rate of homicides? At any racial group in America? I didn't. I didn't. Oh, I didn't know shit. that either. So it's like the numbers are 4.4 per 100,000 people. Mm-hmm. And for all other racial groups of women, it was extremely lower. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you guys know why? Births. No, no. homicides. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> well, well them, doc- <laughs> hey, them doctors be killing black women. Not double homicide. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... Domestic violence. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yes, the key role in this is domestic violence. And who do black women date the most? Niggas. Black men, men, right. So 95% of the homicides of black women were from black men. Mm -hmm. Ask the question again. Are (laughs) black women (laughs) protected by black men? No. No. So let's get into like the nitty gritty of this and like break it down in certain categories in society as in music, media, home life, workplace, and things like that. Let's start with the media in music. So in what ways do we see black women not being protected in the music film space? Well, one thing that immediately comes to mind is like if a black woman comes out saying that, okay, Rihanna, Meg, Meg the Stallion, we'll just use those two as examples. If a black woman comes out and say, says that they were abused, mm-hmm. mistreated, what have you, the first thing that comes to mind is, oh, she must have did something, right? Or what did she do? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, the story is never believed, right? And then uh, the man themselves, they're able, typically able to just like bounce back from it. All good. Right. Yeah. What about you, Cameron? You in this I think place? mine is definitely that, but my first thought was like the lyrics used by men mm-hmm. about black women right. and how they use them in their videos. I was like mm-hmm. a music video first and it came to my mind. Yeah. Too. And that's why like when I do music videos, I'm like, this is not happening. This is not happening. We not doing that type of shit. Just cause I don't believe in putting them in that position, regardless if they want to be put there or not, I'm not encouraging that type of behavior. The objectification. Exactly. The objectification of yeah. women specifically from black, black men. men. And I think it's like one of those cases, because I thought of music videos too was the first thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, 
the BET Uncut. Yep. Yeah. Tip Drill was the first music video that came to my mind. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That saying. shit used to play all, all the, the time. time. <laughs> yeah. So it was like those type of music videos from black men that made it okay for even the society as a whole to treat black women as such or less than. Well, I, I'm going to respectfully disagree. Let's go to um, it. I feel part of that is uh, a continuation of what had already been the damage that had already been done. Okay. So black women have been, as long as we've been here in this country, have been objectified Correct. by white men, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think it's sad, but all of these things still show up in our society today, whether it's perpetuated by black men or white men or whomever else, you know, and I think a lot of times people aren't even aware of like them perpetuating those stereotypes and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And keeping all of that alive where black women are just objects to be seen and to be tossed around and treated How in any way possible. Ever. Yeah, go ahead. I believe that black men back in the day were way more protective of black women than niggas now. Even I agree. though that I agree. white men objectify black women and all this, black men were very protective of black women in that age. I agree with that I, statement. I wouldn't. I don't know. Is it because like we can see it more based on like TV and social media? That I, I wouldn't know. That maybe, but also like you know having families and marrying black and raising their kids and actually being there and present in lives versus now where niggas just not. Mm. Right. And also, just because you're there, don't mean you are protective of that right. space. That is true. Uh-huh. Yeah, because a lot of this stems from, like, I thought I was doing a lot of research, is that because, like, black men are the targets of, like, so much racism. I, think you, I remember you saying this before. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Of racism, discrimination, and violence from white men in, a, like, a lot of racial groups, they are the target of it. They bring that type of energy back home to the person who they feel more not, power over. More power over um, the person who they feel like they are above in terms of like the social hierarchy in America. I so, mean, they're a man. I think. They're yeah, a man. they are men, and they put all that energy and that negativity upon the black woman Lord. in those spaces, whether it comes to as domestic violence or whether it comes to like. Oh, I can't help you succeed because I'm just trying to help myself make it. Right. And then the other issue is, and we talk about this all the time, is that mental health (laughs) is something that's not talked about, you know, in the black community in the way that it should be. And a lot of those people who are going home and beating on their wives and children, they need to be seeking counsel and getting treatment right right but that's not happening so mm-hmm. then in turn what you're saying is it's just what's going to happen right as some groups i gotta find her name who said this call it um ptss hmm. post-traumatic slavery syndrome mm. interesting i've uh-huh. never heard that term before. me either until i read it, i said that is good and like people still like today african-americans still have ptss because of all the trauma that has been like passed down from generations and generations and that makes sense. So, like, if you don't deal with your demons, you just end up passing them on to your kids who are going to pass mm-hmm. it on to their kids, different yeah. forms of it, right? Right. Um, 
So to get back to like other spaces, like where do we see it? Um, we see like black women not being protected. In one way, it might be some people gonna disagree with me in this sentiment. It's like when the black men dress up as black, black women, women instead of having a black woman do it. Right. And the firm it's like it sent from it been for a long time in like movies and stuff like that. Now it's big on Instagram and the TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um because I feel as though that portrayal is always a lot of times very it's negative. Caricature. It's a character very negative, very aggressive. You see like it's usually one type of yes. caricature of the black woman, which I feel as though is very harmful. I agree because I think, yes, I a hundred percent agree with you. And I think that the, one of the reasons why black women are so mistreated is because there's this misconception that we can, you know, bear the weight of the world on our shoulders like we are like our strong we're so strong that like our perception of like pain is totally different than anyone else or other women you know that we're rough and tough almost like like it's like men all men of whatever race and then black women in terms of like we are like made to be men like or what have you Mm -hmm. um and so those stereotypes where it's like oh she's sassy and she's a bitch and Mm. she's hard and difficult to deal with like that just then perpetuates the stereotype yeah and then typically when they do that type of shit they want to be like hella ratchet like with hella for us lace fronts cussing and fighting and throwing drinks all Mm -hmm. that the first person i thought about was t t t yeah t t uh-huh yep it's the first person i thought about yeah that's one of the first I mean, I also thought about Tyler Tyler Perry, Perry. Martin Lawrence with Big Mama, Mm -hmm. Brandon T. Jackson, all those people who, like, get famous, especially, like, on Vines and and Instagram and Twitter and shit that do skits like women and then use that to be their platform. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I think one of the main problems of that, it is harmful, but also if an actual black woman does it, it's not perceived as being the same. Yeah. It's not funny anymore. It's not funny anymore. Like yeah. she shouldn't be acting like that. Right. Why she? But, but you watch a man act like that and laugh. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. A man do it, or even if a white girl do it. Oh yeah, it's funny. It's funny then, or it's like it's for entertainment. And that's where it's like you're. That's where I feel like they're taking away the human aspects of who black women are. Right. Mm-hmm. We're characters. We're you know, we're objects to be seen in music videos, but like not things to be respected and You're treated like with, mm-hmm. you Respect. know, yeah, like human decency. Exactly. Yeah, I'm almost as far as to say it's a not a form of blackface in a sense to me. Yeah, I can see where you're going with that. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of deep. Yeah, it's a little deeper than <laughs> you know, a whole different topic, but it is a form of yeah. Black, black woman face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In terms of like we could continue like in other like spaces like where black women aren't protected and maybe Lauren you could probably go into like detail about this since you like work. Bring it. Oh, I, oh, I thought you were going to say something. Okay, I thought you were going to say something else. Oh. What you thought he was going to say? I thought he was going to say like just being out like in bars, clubs and whatnot. That's when I oh, feel very vulnerable. We can go there. That was the next one. That was the okay, next but one. Go ahead. I want to like, go tech. with the flow. Huh? You talking about tech? No, I thought in like workspaces in general. Yeah. Because like when you boil it down, they all pretty much are the same. 
to me behind the scenes, like whatever like field you work in. Okay. Um. So and because you work in a different space, yeah. which is could be talked about. That's what we come about next. Like in a photography dealing with models and stuff like that. But hers Ooh. is like this white male <laughs> dominated life yeah. field. White like, and Asian. Yes. Yes. Uh huh. So. Can you give us some more insight? And you work with... Sorry, what is your question, though? So the question is, like, how do you feel as though in that space you work and do black men protect you in that space? Because it's different. Different spaces yeah. call for different I think, things. So I think this is where certain black people start to lean in more to other identities, right? Mm -hmm. So like we mentioned, when a black man comes home, like, oh, all this shit's been happening in the world... I am a man. This is a woman. I am a man. You're a black man, but you're a man, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like in the workspace too, especially in spaces that are dominated by white and Asian men, some men will lean into the fact that they're a man and therefore they're with the men and not so much with black women. I find like black women, a lot of times in a lot of spaces, will have to lead the charge for the revolution. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then everyone just comes in with it. Like, mm -hmm. oh, yes. Right on. Like, no. I because... Say, right on, sister. <laughs> I wanted to. <laughs> but no, because where were you, you know what I mean, when we needed you to be rallying with where us? Where is y'all at? Yeah, so, like, that's what I will say about, yeah. like, in the workplace. It just feels like Black men can i'm not saying all but can lean more into that identity as a man because like i would say the same applies to like if it were the case for uh our lgbtq brothers and sisters right they might lean uh, a hetero cisgendered male might lean more into that identity than identity? standing than standing with the fact that they're hetero and cisgendered in their and a man, whatever. Oh, I was like, I'm hetero cisgender. They might <laughs> lean more into that identity because that's the social, quote unquote, social norm. Right. And ostracize, you know, they don't want to be too closely related to the LGBTQ black men and women. Oh, they're hetero. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. But I'm saying oh. <laughs> that's the same case. <laughs> they're, they're not their people. Okay. Yeah. But I we're think, black, right? Yes. Uh -huh. so we people usually be... lean into uh, sometimes like what they feel is the most um, they gonna give them the less most marginalized identity that yes. they have. Yeah, that's gonna give yes. them the most advantage. Yeah, the most space. advantage in the, a space that is like easier to like get what you need or want. Self-preservation. Yeah. Yes, and I hear that. But what's so interesting as a black woman, I feel like I don't have nothing don't have to that. lean into. Mm -mm. I'm a black woman. I don't fit in with all women. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I don't fit in with all, all black, black people, people at right. all times. You know so y'all, well, black women end up creating spaces specifically for black women. Yes. Because they have no they support have outlets for yeah. nobody else. Yes. And mm -hmm. because we're at the lowest rung on the ladder, mm -hmm. when we do create those spaces or make changes for black women, it ends up benefiting yeah, everyone else and everyone wants to ride the bandwagon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cameron, what about you in this workspace that you navigate? Um, I feel like... I don't know too much about black women photographers because one, there isn't that many of them, mm -hmm. especially that many of them that are allowed to be in the commercial workspace and do what, I mean, if you want to be a commercial photographer or a good money-making photographer to be in that space. 
Um, allow is an di- interesting word choice. I'm curious I mean, because with photography, it's, it's all about allowance. It's not about like, so most of the time it's about, you have to be good, yes, but it's also about who you know mm-hmm. to even get in those spaces. Because it's, I want to say like almost like acting, like you have to go viral or you have to know the right producers or creative directors in order to get in those spaces. Mm-hmm. So it's hard enough for black people in general but there's not a lot of black women and they also don't get the same praise as just be a creator in general. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now if we're talking about black models, I feel like it's even harder for them, especially when it comes to agencies who are looking to hire these models to do these jobs because black models have to be down to a T. You have to have this height, this hair, this eye color, all that shit, regardless of what you can change digitally they need you to be this specific to a T when it comes to white women. Oh, you know, you have a nice face. We can work with it. We'll slim you down in Photoshop. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. And if that's the reality, then do you ever see or feel that the black men who are in these spaces actually champion or, you know, fight for black women? Or do you feel as though... I feel it's- like there's not even a lot of black men in that space to even do that. But the ones that are, I don't think they do just because they barely made it in themselves. Mm-hmm. I, and I don't want to speak for all of them because some of them are probably selfish as fuck. I'm like, well, I just got here, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to fuck that up for nobody. But then I want to have the hope that there are some that are in there trying to infiltrate from the inside. Like, I want to become this big-ass model so I can say what I want and you still need me. Mm-hmm. So then I can make change for my people on the back end, especially my black women. Right. But I, that's just a hope. Right. I did notice, like, in having these conversations with right different people and in black men, a lot of times their, like, responses are, like, I'm just trying, it's very, like, personal. Like, I'm just trying to, like, get myself in the door, make mm-hmm. myself work, and not, like, try to, like, bring nobody else with me. A lot of responses is, like, very consistent with that. Across the board, no matter what the no matter what is, workspace yeah. it mm-hmm. is, they just want to like make it work for themselves to like bringing somebody else with them. Yeah. But on the other end, we expect black women to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is that's like every chance I get, no matter what the client is, I want to have black women either on my team or leading the charge or whatever the case may be, just because. I'm going to get there regardless. I'm going to fight tooth and nail to make sure I get there. And I want to bring my people along with me, mm-hmm. especially black women, because they got to work twice as hard as black men and four times as hard as white people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. How do we feel about the statement? I'm trying to phrase this correctly. Along the lines of when people say, oh, I don't want to like bring more or this t- or more black people into this space because I'm fearful of the way they could possibly be treated in this space. Like for example, if you work for like X company, and it can be well, most companies are slightly racist. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then you like, oh, I don't want to put nobody else on because of the the way I'm but being treated. The way I feel about it, if there are more of us. You heard us, that before, huh? Yes. <laughs> if there are more of us, then we start to see the more inclusive spaces that we're asking for. It's never going to be the case when it looks the way beige, the way it's been looked. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, but we have more diverse groups of people and perspectives. It will naturally, at a certain point, be more inclusive. 
I mean, and at that point, if you bring more of your people on, regardless of what the treatment is at that time, you give yourself more firepower to make change. Right. If you're doing it by yourself, how the fuck are you going to make change? Because you don't want to bring your people on. Exactly. And as we've talked about, too, like, it takes a lot of effort to to actually develop a culture, right? And to your point, Cameron, like, you need people to do that work. And it's not... It's not going to happen if you're only asking the five black people who work in a company of 5,000. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the few well-intentioned white and other people. Yeah, the, the white allies, as I put up air quotes. <laughs> I, I really hate that. White allies? Wait, I, yeah, I was going to say, I want to go back to the men. Now, let's go back to the social settings, yes, bars, the social whatnot. settings, bars. That's when I feel most vulnerable. Okay. And I feel... I'm bracing myself for saying this and putting this out into the <laughs> atmosphere. No. Um, say, podcast over. Bye. To the little niggas. <laughs> no, but I feel, and not, this is not by all men, black men. Of course. But I have felt more threatened by black men in like bars, sort of club situations than anyone else. Because niggas don't know how to take rejection. And I'm always scared, like, if I tell this person, no, I don't want to talk to them, I'm taking whatever the case may be, like, nice to meet you, but no, thank you. Are they going to, like, beat me down, shoot me, whatever? I don't know, because that happens to a lot of women. It's been right. happening more often, too. And also, what I said, like, most, like, domestic violence, sexual abuse happen in terms of, like, black women happen from black, black men. men. Yes. And so that's when I really feel like I'm... And then I also feel like, damn, are these other people around? Are they going to protect? Because they don't know no, me. No. So this actually, this topic came up because I sent you that TikTok. Yes. And they were talking about, it was a black dude. He was interviewing the barber who was cutting his hair. And he was like, do you feel like black men protect black women? And he was like, yeah, we do, whatever, right? And he threw out a scenario. He was like, okay, well, like, if you see something happening, are you going to step in? Well, well, I got to know what the situation is. And then he's like... Okay, well, I saw this video. It was a white guy yelling at a black woman. She was there at a restaurant with her son or something. He's like, oh, I'm stepping in. But But two seconds ago, yeah, you said you wouldn't step in if you saw something happening to her and it was a black dude doing something. It was a black dude. It's different. It's in the case of solidarity. Yes. And so it's like, that's where, like, do I feel protected by black men? Like, generally? No, I don't. Because I don't, I don't, I can't, I don't, I can't say that I would feel like some random black dude's gonna step up and protect me if I was being harassed, beaten down in the street. Mm-hmm. My brothers and my friends and my cousins and uncles, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. But random black men? No, I don't. No, especially feel like if, it, if would. A, another black man. No, no, yeah, exactly. But if it was a white man, I definitely feel like everybody and their mama would come out. You know what I mean? Yes, uh huh. See, I'm just built different. Because I don't built? give a fuck what it is. It, a man hitting a woman, period. I don't care what color it is. I'm stepping in. Yes. You don't put your hands on women. I don't care what the situation mm-hmm. is. I wasn't exactly thinking like violence, physical violence. I was thinking more like like yelling type situation. But yeah. I mean, yelling, uh, yelling. I'm going to let y'all yell white, black, purple. I don't care because y'all yelling. As long as there's no physical harm, that's where I, I draw the line. Yeah. I'm not getting in a yelling match. In some type of situation, we'd be like, Bruh, like you need to calm down, or it is. Yes, some, some people you already know where that yelling's gonna lead to when yeah. they get home. I'm 
I'ma stick around and be like, girl, you need some you wanna you okay? Like Yeah. So I guess like the question is now we got to the crux of black women do not feel protected by black men. So I think the question is how can black men better protect black women? Is that I think that's the question at this point. Yes, I feel like you need to do it like how Cameron was saying, like you need to do it across the board in all places and all scenarios i don't care if it's a black man a white man a white woman or whoever attacking a black woman whether that be physical whether that be attacking who they are like just like their existence in a particular mm-hmm. space you mm-hmm. know what i mean or their livelihood you need to be standing up for black women it should not and it, it, the argument it shouldn't you shouldn't be championing this other counter argument. If you, I also kind of feel like sometimes it's better to shut the fuck up too. Like sometimes it's best just like leaving it alone. If you're not going to be supporting, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like you, you have every right to feel otherwise, but that's not helpful because we are constantly taking so much heat from every mm-hmm. different direction. That's helpful. Yeah. Right. I'm also think what is helpful you know, bringing people like along the, you know, mm-hmm. the journey with you in terms of like the success you have. Because we know black women are talented, but they're always given opportunities, you know, as black men get and you know, that works for all like mm-hmm. racial groups, like bringing the person who you feel as though not being treated as equitably or fairly as you, you bring them along with you and not this like crab in a barrel mentality that a lot of like black people, mm-hmm. um, already have and also the fact that like when you make policies and procedures think of if you think about them in a way that how they would affect black, black women, women you'll be good you'll everywhere. be good across the board yeah. mm-hmm. um so that's like the lens people need to like move in like with is this policy i'm doing protecting black women or, or black women protected and whatever i have just created or done then you are fine. You are right. Uh huh. I think that's a a couple, and we can go off. But. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, just protecting them in any any form or facet, no matter what the case or scenario is, whether it's career wise, domestic wise, in public spaces, mentally, all the shit. Um, just make sure you have a black woman in mind, because at the end of the day, if you do, you'll be good across the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I go. I also, also want to say we have to also open up like our view of women as well. So like, I think when we're all talking about black women, I'm gonna get talking, to trans women. In exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was gonna go ahead. We'll get into. I don't know if you have any like talking points. No, I don't right? have any talking points. But a lot of times, I would say one of the, the least. <laughs> if we keep going down Absolutely. the barrel, I'm like how like trans women get beat, beat up. Domestic murdered. violence murdered like almost every day in yes. this country by niggas. <laughs> no other than black men. Um, and and I read articles that a lot of people feel that it's okay because no one would ever say anything or ever mention exactly. anything about it. And a lot of these cases go like unreported. No one has like seen anything about it just because it was a a trans woman. So we open up like our lenses to like our definition of what is a woman will go far in this conversation. Absolutely. 
Um, because I'm like, it says protect women at all costs. Now we we got the mantra together. Now we need to put it into action, and that includes trans trans women as well. And so, like, once... And I think a lot of this work, we depend on black women to a lot of this work in this country. Yes. In all aspects. Service industry, food, music, culture, yeah. art, fashion. I was like... they need Pick a, one. <laughs> big one. They need a break. So, it's like... And black, women, black men expect black women to have their back at And all, black women do. And they do. And no matter how they treat it, they're uh-huh. always there. Right. I'm like, even all these killings of black men and women, of course... The George Floyd situation got way more attention than the Breonna Taylor situation. Mm-hmm. And they even made any progress based on that one. Yeah. They gave us one, gave you this black man, all y'all should be happy type situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would say when we open our eyes up and actually do actionable steps in protecting black women, then it will go a long way. Yep. And on that note, Keep this conversation going in our comments. Tell us what you think. Do you feel protected by black men? Are you a black man who rides for black women in all spaces? Let us know. And be Shout honest. out to you. He's going to run the comments, I don't ride for black women. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> if you don't, at least own up to your shit. Don't, don't lie about it. And <laughs> consider why you don't. And I encourage you to, in whatever capacity that you can, stand up for black women. Um, remember to like, subscribe, click that link, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, at Next Topic Podcast. You can follow me at Cool Key, C-O-O-L-K-E-Y-E-S. You can follow Shad at Shad's underscore space. Go, Cam. Ooh. You can follow me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you're going to spell it? I was waiting for this. At the last time, you're going to spell it out every time? Oh, I just realized I spell mine, too. I was going to everybody. I, right. I think it's because you do all the it. F H A D S underscore S P A C E M. You sound like Eddie Murphy laughing. Gay men, attacking me. You can follow me on all platforms at Clicks by Cam. That's K L I C K S B Y K A M. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. See you, niggas.